In a complex world brimming with new ambitions, the best leaders create the best workplaces. This is the Oil & Gas Digital Doers Podcast, where you can hear real stories about digital capabilities and a culture of empowerment with your host, Joanne Meyer. So welcome to the Oil & Gas Global Network's Digital Doers Podcast. Um, we are part of the o Oil & Gas Networks, or OGGN's, community of podcasts, and OGGN has the largest community of oil and gas podcasts in the world, with uh, listeners in every country. I think we just hit that mark last uh, fall of uh, 2022, so pretty proud of that, and certainly want to say thank you to those of you that are listening today that hit all the right buttons on whatever device you're listening on, so you could join us uh, on this uh, conversation today. Um, we're going to talk a little bit, I, I think, if I understand. Uh, I'm here with a couple of folks that I, I don't know, uh, but um, I don't know anything except that they're both Aggies, and we'll talk about that a little bit. They're threatening to talk with me about different football games. I know it's the games where they beat Sooners. I'm a Sooner. So anyway, I, I know they're going to take advantage of me, but anyway. Um, but I've been excited to talk with Ryan and Michael because... You know, we so often get enamored with the new technology or inventions or aha moments. And the reality is those are exciting, but very seldom does that generate a great deal of value until someone actually uses that, until someone is actually implementing, until that's operationalized. And I think what we're going to talk to Ryan and Michael about today is how um, EAG and Quorum actually try to help companies actually do that, operationalize their technology and their data. So I'm looking forward to that. But once again, thank you for listening in. Also want to be sure and say thank you to HPE. They're our sponsor. Um, and HPE has a whole team of folks with... Uh, years or maybe decades of experience um, in oil and gas. So they're used to helping customers, um, you know, get better, do better, improve in the oil and gas space. And so um, go check out hpe.com, maybe reach out to those folks and uh, try to leverage some of that expertise and knowledge uh, to help you. Um, and so, in particular, they've got a platform that's been out, oh, maybe a year or so, maybe a little more than that, called their Green Lake platform. It's all about bringing the cloud experience to you. And so, go check out hpe.com. And so, with that, I'm going to uh, introduce uh, Ryan um, Tart. And Ryan is a senior manager, uh, business development at EAG. He's been there a little over a decade. Um, and he started out in the landman kind of business, land management systems um, and ERP implementation projects. I mean, can we ever talk about ERP or SAP is what comes up. And, and people are usually so excited about that. Sorry, SAP is not going to be happy to hear that. But, but uh, you know, it does a tremendous amount of good, um, but it takes a little work, I think, to. So um, looks like he's had some experience doing that. Um, He's, um, prior to joining EAG, he worked, it looks like, uh, 
for a large cap operator managing enterprise-wide process and digital transformation initiatives. He's uh, worked for multiple software vendors, um, did some work in inventory management and supply chain solutions, um, and he has expertise in all kinds of things like business development, product design, configuration testing, all kinds of things. Ryan has a Bachelor of Science degree in agribusiness from Texas A&M in College Station. Um, he's a member of the Dallas Petroleum Club, looks like, American Association of Professional Landmen, and the Dallas Association of Petroleum Landmen. So welcome, Ryan. Hi, good afternoon. Thanks for having me, Joanne. Yeah. What did I miss that, that I should we should know about you? That, that, that pretty much covers it. Okay. Definitely. Right. Okay. And then we have... Um, Looks like they graduated the same year from uh, A&M, but A&M's a big place, so I'm not sure they hung out a great deal while they were there. But I understand that since they've been out of uh, A&M, they've uh, worked on projects together, even if not for the same company. So, Michael, and Michael, I'm going to take a shot at your last name, or maybe, why don't you just tell us your last name? Sure, happy to. Uh, but, uh, it's pronounced Fodoretti. Fodoretti. So, what a great Italian name. No, yes, right. is it? Oh, great. Um, and so Michael is a senior director at Quorum, um, and he's got over a decade or 12 years of experience um, working with all kinds of upstream customers. Um, he began his uh, career at Quorum in the landman space, land software implementation space, um, and he has worked at uh, helping some of the um, some large oil and gas companies actually kind of transform those land and um, accounting workflows in their systems. Um, he's got experience in uh, project management, product management, solution design and management. Um, and now he's a key member of the leadership team at Quorum and uh, focused on creating and delivering software as a service portfolio of products. Um, so, and Michael also holds a BS Bachelor of Science from A&M, and so welcome to you, Michael. Well, thank you, Joanne. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So I do really like this, that I have an opportunity to have both of you here at the same time. Um, it does sound like you guys have worked on some, some projects together, um, but why don't we tell us a little bit about how the two of you uh, and your companies, uh, EAG and Quorum, how are you guys working together now, particularly around a relatively new offering called EAG Foundations? Have I got that right? Yes, that, that is correct. Um, and so with EAG Foundations, um, the vision for that actually started uh, a couple of years ago. Um, so EAG historically was a, a full service consulting firm that really brought products and services to the upstream and midstream space. Um, EAG has had the ability to service new startup companies um, that had no assets they were looking, all the way up to fully integrated public companies. Um, so we were taking that expertise around implementations, merger and acquisition activity, cloud and infrastructure, and cybersecurity, and we started a, a new offering due to specific needs in the marketplace to actually provide full service back office outsourcing. So EAG, we took our expertise around the specific systems in the marketplace and started providing the accounting function, the division order function, land administration, the MSP, your IT, your data analytics team, your your 
your internal IT team. So we took a vision of what we had been developing for 20 years with our clients and decided to create an entirely new experience for people within the upstream midstream space. So instead of going through a extensive process of report development and requirement gathering and deployment strategies and hosting strategies and data warehousing, we actually took the same strategies that we had developed for a number of years and actually created a product around LOS reports, AFE reports, acreage reports, suspense detail, um, and leveraging Quorum's data hub, we're able to use that process and repeat it in the industry, no matter the client size, no matter the requirements, we're able to have more of a plug and play approach now and really accelerate um, a lot of the initial implementation activities, if it's resource constraints, budget constraints, requirement constraints, um, our partnership in developing this new foundation tool has really allowed us to accelerate and provide a specific need um, to a gap that, that, that a lot of our clients um, currently have. Okay, great. And so it, you know, it kind of sounds like to me that um, you took a lot of what you'd been doing over the years and said, let's kind of package this. I'm going to use this term and it might not be exactly right. And let's say we've got reporting in a box and we may not get it right 100% of the requirements that these folks have, but we're going to get it right on a lot of them because just I spent a few years in consulting. Well, I still do consulting, but I've spent a few years with a very large global and um, consulting company. And, and I, you know, one of the first things I figured out I, coming from an, uh, an upstream oil, I was with one company or kind of a family of companies for almost 30 years. And, you know, you get to thinking that your problems are unique, right? And then once I got out and started looking around, it's like, oh my gosh, we all kind of have the same problems. And so it sounds like to me, you're trying to say, hey, we can get you guys kind of a quick start. Might not be exactly what you want, but we can get you a quick start. That's right. The, the quick start, and we're really allowing and creating an approach for organizations that no matter no matter their digital transformation journey, they could just be starting out and not have a, a, a digital transformation team built out or a technical team. And we're also working with clients and deploying EAG Foundation for clients that have multiple IT resources and multiple data analysis resources that are developing data warehousing and reporting in-house already. And they're able to take this approach that we've developed with Quorum and accelerate it and normalize it and ensure that they have the ability to grow and not rely on custom development. Um, so, so you're exactly right on the approach that we took okay. there. And so Michael, tell me, how, how, are, how does Quorum supporting EAG and your, your upstream clients in this? Yeah, um, no, th thanks, Jeremy. I, I think, first of all, for anyone not familiar with Quorum, um, we, we are a software company that is solely focused on energy. And in fact, um, our, our mission, right, our vision is to transform the business of energy through technology. And um, Joanne, earlier when you mentioned you're the global audience, which congratulations on that, that milestone, by the way. Um, you know, we, we, we ourselves as a software company are, are a global company as well, and we support uh, businesses, oil and gas, and energy businesses um, in every in every region of, of the globe. Um, but as it comes to you know how we support and work with EAG, we have been gosh, Ryan, I think we were we were trying to figure out the exact start date of when our companies first uh, encountered each other, which I think predated our involvement at our companies by just yeah. a little bit. I think we were in so, college. I think it was two thousand eight. Yeah, so it's been a little uh, fifteen years, some, somewhere in that ballpark. Uh, but 
but we've always kind of interacted and run into each other around supporting the upstream U.S. business, right? Working with operators and non-operators in the upstream space. And, um, you know, something, something you said about your own experience, Joey, and kind of resonated with me because I joined Quorum because I was interested in working for a company that got to see a cross-section of the energy industry and try to understand what those common market trends and problems are so that we could provide solutions right to those problems in standardized ways. Um, and, you know, we did that for a number of years as a business by working on you know, kind of traditional ERP implementations where we would have consultants show up on site. We'd work right alongside EAG who deliver software projects, change management, et cetera, together to, to transform businesses. Um, but, but a few years back, we really started on this journey for um, how to take kind of the latest innovations in the technical uh, landscape and bring those into the oil and gas industry. And so we started on a vision and a journey of creating what we call our on-demand suite of software. That's our, our native SaaS platform, uh, where at the same time, the kind of EAG, Ryan and EAG were working on defining and understanding and building out you know, foundation as a platform. And so we were both doing these things, uh, building out these kind of future platforms uh, on our own. But as we worked together and became aware of one another's kind of vision and initiatives, it offered a really unique chance for us to collaborate on this uh, in a way that I think yields a, a product that, that a lot of the markets can be very excited about. Okay. And so, um, so give me, guys, give me an example. So uh, Foundations has been out how long, months or years? It's it's the the actual official product has been out about a month now. Okay, so it's brand new. It's it's brand, it's brand new. The concept of foundation and how it's deployed has been rolled out to our outsourcing clients. So we have clients that have used this approach, but we've actually gone to market now with a product. So EAG's first product is EAG Foundations, and, and that's the product that that we're deploying a more of a, a plug and play reporting strategy, um, okay. and that we partnered with Quorum to develop this initial approach. Okay. Yeah, go ahead, Michael. Yeah, so, so it's powered by, so, so essentially, if you think about, Jerry, like in the EOP landscape, especially in, in oil and gas here, we, we have essentially all the accounting functions and then the land function are generally you know, tied together there in that definition. Um, and so Quorum has uh, a couple of solutions that, that serve those spaces. Um, anyone familiar with OGSYS, right? That's in the Quorum portfolio of products, uh, as well as our own Quorum accounting, uh, our on-demand products like on-demand land, on-demand accounting as well, all feed there. And so when we were building our on-demand suite, um, our, our vision was always to create a platform that freed data, right? Um, I free, think so often- Free data? Freed the company's data, right? Yeah, yeah. Unleashed it, free. unlocked it. Um, and I think that's because, you know, as, as we saw solutions transitioning to cloud, sometimes cloud became restrictive. Right. It became hard to access your data when it was no longer on your network. And we saw that companies were sometimes hesitant to make that digital transformation to a cloud platform because they didn't want to lose access to their data. It's incredibly valuable, right? Maybe, I mean, arguably the second most valuable asset any company has, second to the, the wells and the product that they're producing, right? And so um, when we were designing our on-demand platform, we created what Ryan alluded to earlier, which was called our data hub. Um, as a means through which folks could access data. Uh, but it takes some, it takes some know-how, right, to produce the kinds of reports and visualizations that you want to operate your business on. And what, what EAG had, and what was exciting when I first saw it, uh, when EAG presented to us, 
was this vision for creating standardized operational packs and reporting, right? So they said, look, we are experts in working with and consulting, delivering, providing service to and outsourcing, right, in the uh, accounting and land space. And we have, you know, countless customers and experiences from those customers that create something that we think is industry standard. And so we would like to take those universal needs Right, and then work with you, work with Quorum on the Data Hub with what you guys are serving up through Data Hub to produce uh, these reporting packages that, that, as you said, are more out of the box, plug and play, ready to go. And so, uh, EAG I think has dramatically reduced uh, the amount of time it takes for a company to really operationalize and get value out of the data that they're tracking in the ERP systems today. Yeah, yeah. I know it's kind of a, an overused description, but um, you really are trying to help folks. Uh, kind of turn that data into information um, that that you know people can actually action right. They can do something that, with that. That's exactly right, and that's really was the the foundation for EAG when we started our outsourcing and reporting initiative. Um, our goal is to provide decision makers the ability to make a decision. They do not need to be experts of their specific system. They need to have the data in their hands and it's integrated in a way across multiple different business disciplines to be able to make a educated decision very quickly. And that's what we've done with EAG Foundations. Yeah. So I worked for a company for, I don't know, can't, eight, 10 years. Um, and this was back a long time ago. Um, but um, we went live with SAP in 1999. Um, and if you think the user interface is difficult now, you should have seen it in 1999. Um, but, you know, I had, I worked with a very visionary um, CIO. You know, he, he really did, he had a great vision. Many of us on that senior leadership team certainly couldn't put our hands around all of it, but he could describe it close enough and then he had a great vision and, um, and I was an operations person, right? And so all I knew is he was spending the money that I made, right? I was your typical operations person and you know, what the heck are you doing, right? We've done it this way, it's just fine. I've got a clipboard, I've got a pencil, we're good, right? Um, and he, like I said, he was very visionary, and um, I was fortunate enough. We went live with SAP, and of course, it was a pain, and you couldn't you couldn't get the data out. If you could get it in, you couldn't get it out in any way that it it was helpful. Um, but after several months, let's call it a year or so, all of a sudden, we had these standardized reports that, by the way, didn't come from SAP, but they came from the, the design and a lot of work that this CIO led. Um, but I guess I'm going through this long story to say we had in early 2000 a, 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 an in, intra uh, website, I guess, an intra, and, and it was called our standard, our standard metrics board. And every person in the company could go to that board and we were all looking at exactly the same metrics. And I will tell you, as even, a, you know, an ignorant operations person, right, after that for a few months, and it was like, you know, it, you know, I always say, I changed the way I ran my business unit completely. 
Um, but this notion of having this standard suite, I mean, people could still do things right at their local sites, but when the leadership team, when the CEO, when the vice presidents, and anybody else in the company, by the way, but when they went, that's where they went to get those metrics. And we were all, and so it had a tremendous aligning, right? If you wanted to align around some focus areas, that was it. And that's what I'm hearing kind of you guys say. Yeah, well, that's exactly right, Joanne. I guess I would ask too. I mean, I mean, don't just, obviously, I, I, I think you would, you would agree with me that the time it took, you mentioned the duration it took to produce that, those, uh, those reports, those standards, right? Uh, but that also equated to significant cost, I would imagine, to the organization, yeah, significant yeah. investment by the yeah. organization. There was, and don't get me wrong, there was a tremendous amount of a, a value that was created, but you True. aren't wrong. It, it was not free. It was intensive. And it was, um, but I guess one of the questions I wanted to ask you guys is, so that was in the early 2000s. And then, right. as I mentioned, I went to work for a, a global company. And, um, but one of the things I saw oftentimes when I was on the consulting side was organizations didn't want their data from individual business units or individual fields, they didn't want that visibility across the company. Um, it, it, do, is that still a, a, an issue that anybody runs into? Or it, it is a conversation and analytics holistically, especially enterprise analytics, is, is definitely specific to some organizations, right? There are some organizations that, that still operate in silos and there, there's change management that goes into that. There's testing that goes into understanding the data, tying out the data. And what we've done through our consulting practices is understand what that is. Um, so for us, especially the foundation, it's the quick wins. So we can get in and link up to Quorum's data hub on a client that we've never worked with before. And after a couple of sessions of mapping their chart of accounts, of ensuring that we have access set up correctly in our cloud, of being able to subscribe to our Power BI reports that are built within our SaaS foundations. People have like LOS reports that they've been building in Excel for weeks and months. We're able to get that done within within days, yeah. if not weeks, by leveraging Quorum's data hub. Yeah. And for us, that's what's been transformational in the deployment strategy compared to what we historically have done for the for the past 20 years. You really take it from a, a large effort of analyzing data, normalizing data, indexing data, figuring out the best, best way to deploy it. Are you gonna deploy Power BI Pro? Are you gonna deploy Power BI in a different format? Are you gonna use a different reporting tool? And what, foundation do, what Foundations does is it allows organizations to quickly be able to analyze data that has been hidden for a number of, a, a long period of time. And what we're actually finding is a lot of our clients that deploy foundations are using it as a data consistency tool. Since we've normalized and standardized the data within foundations and understand how we link the data together within our data warehouse, people actually are using it for data analysis now. So aside from enterprise reporting, they're able to go find out if their system is configured correctly, if there's data constraints, if they need to have data cleansing activities. So for us, that's what's been really interesting to us is, is our vision is improving the organizations strictly aside from just being able to provide a standardized report back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Joanne, I think there's another really 
important element of this that I'd like to touch on, which is um, certainly data security and, and you know, segmentation of data by business unit, by field, et cetera, is important uh, to, to some and many companies, especially as you get to be the larger scale of company. Um, you know, as we started on the on-demand journey, and I think as EAG started on their foundations journey, um, you know, we were really looking at how do we build solutions that can reach operators and non-op companies of all sizes, right? I think that um, Quorum certainly had a history in its early stages of working with the largest operators out there exclusively. But as we've gone uh, on a journey as a company, um, you know, and built our built our on-demand suite, we've really been focused on how do we bring all of our experiences to something that is um, out of the box and accessible uh, to mid-sized and smaller operators, which means we have to drive down cost. We have to increase you know, uh, the, the speed of getting that ROI. Um, and we have to standardize these deployments and use new technology to deliver things faster and cheaper than before. And so you know, uh, I, I would say that these kinds of reporting solutions that we're talking about, the, the value that you can get out of the solution doesn't have to be the big and expensive project. Uh, that, that it once was, and it's not only attainable to the largest of customers. Um, when we think about digital transformation, that's something that is touching everyone of all sizes, no matter no matter if you operate, you know, five wells or five thousand or more. Um, and our solutions, I, I think Ryan and I, like we have we have mutual customers that have a couple of dozen wells uh, on these types of solutions, all the way up to you know, thousands, several thousands of wells running the same solutions. And so, um, again. Is we're talking about this kind of universally for the upstream U.S. market, not not just for the largest guys out there. Excellent. That's right. That's exactly right, Mike. And for for the EAG team, we the strategy for this and what is currently deployed, we have we have clients that actually don't have any wells, don't have any assets, and they're using the same reports. Again, it may not be fully operational reports, but they're using the same accounting reports as our clients that have tens of thousands of wells. Okay. So yeah, we're using point. the same exact reports, no matter people's asset size. That, that's a great point, Ryan. Like just pre-asset GNA only, and it's still right. an applicable solution. So yeah, um, yeah. And in fact, I think you have you have several companies that don't even log into the underlying software. They just rely on the reporting. Is that right? Oh, that, wow. that that is right. Yeah. When we created our our outsourcing organization, that was that was one of the the key principles that we wanted. We wanted to be people to be able to to drive their business without re being required to get into the software, understand the software. So we have clients today that are operators that have multiple different assets and operate in different basins that do not even log into the quorum system. Wow. Well, that's interesting. And so if, if I'm understanding correctly also and, and listening to you, um, as you've started, you, you mentioned that it's a month old or a couple of months old, um, the EAG Foundations. Um, right now, it is primarily for the back office. It's the accounting, the land. Is that right? It's, it, it goes beyond that. Um, it, it really does. So EAG, what we've done is we've actually created report packs. So we sell the packs within foundations by disciplines. So there's an LS, LOS report pack an AFE report pack, revenue divisional report pack, but there's also report packs that span into production, that span into drilling and completions. So a, a good example is a, a lot of organizations and a lot of accounting people and a lot of operational people 
one, an AFE analysis report. I need to be able to analyze what my budget is, what my field estimates are, and what my actuals are. And we have standardized reports that bring that in. We're actually working with operators that don't even have a production system, and we're able to use foundations to link up to an Excel file where they're managing their their production volumes. Got it. Um, so for EAG, we're able to leverage that across a number of different platforms. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, just to add there, Ryan, like I, we have, what, what's been great in this whole process of working with EAG here, because it, it's only been live, I'd say, in its fullest form for a month or so, as Ryan mentioned, but we've been we've been collaborating on this for the last several months. And what's been exciting to see is how quickly the EAG team and the quorum team are able to work together to um, implement the kinds of changes in reporting, right, that, that EAG's customers are asking for. And so, sure, it started around land and accounting as sort of the core hub, but it very quickly becomes, what about my operations? What about my drilling? What about my AFE approval workflows? And we have uh, the solution set underneath to power the reporting for all of that. And so certainly, you know, our our on-demand production, our on-demand well operations, our Wellies product, um, those all have this kind of data hub element uh, related to them that EAG can use to build out their foundations platform even further. And, and they're, you know, we're excited about that continuation and evolution of the platform um, and of the partnership. And I, that's right. Yeah, go ahead. That's, that's what's been really good about this partnership is, is Quorum's bringing their expertise on their software side, the data hub side. EAG's bringing the expertise on the client requirement side and from the data side. So we've taken through this partnership a, a very rapid agile approach and we're able to have weekly meetings and make quick changes for our clients and that's why it went from being just a tool that we were utilizing for our outsourcing clients and adding value from from that side to it's actually a product Uh, because quorum and eag really saw a specific need in the marketplace to enable the quorum on-demand users to have a unique data set and foundations was the solution. And, and we worked together the past couple of months to really improve that. Um, Quorum rolled out a recent version of the on-demand tool, and we were actually able to work with them and ensure that our reports worked against the schema before it was released to our clients. So our partnership has been, um, from EAG standpoint, we've really appreciated Quorum's ability um, to be open and to, to, to change specific functionality to allow us to, to complete this vision of EAG, EAG foundations. Right. Excellent. Yeah. Sounds like a great partnership. It, it's been uh, it's been great, honestly, really enjoyable. And, and um, I think EAG has a really smart team uh, led by Dave Sup on on the reporting side, uh, who who have been able to really devote resources uh, to to giving us feedback on the product. And it's always nice when you have a you know a partner or a customer or a company you're working with of any kind that that has the knowledge and expertise to kind of drive you forward in the right direction, right? It really accelerates the, the innovation on, on behalf of, I think, all of our customers and hopefully the industry at large. Excellent. Really good. Well, I, you know, I think it's um, smart um, and very invaluable, a lot of, you know, really value creating um, because um, the reality is our oil and gas industry um, may evolve somewhat, you know, and, and is evolving from, um, in some places anyway, from, you know, kind of, you know, your, uh, uh, you know, mega, mega kind of super majors, right? Um, y- you know, whether it was the, uh, um, you know, the, the uh, shale revolution or whatever, you know, there were certainly other players, 
smaller players, you know, that have been uh, drawn into the industry. And so they're not all these, you know, huge behemoths anymore that are companies that are still uh, need a lot of uh, help with data as they also try to get uh, more uh, productive and more efficient, um, you know, to weather out these uh, highs and lows on our product prices that we see from time to time, right? So that's right. That's what's been really exciting about this partnership and, and us rolling out our, our joint marketing strategy for foundations over the past couple of weeks specifically, because the, the demos that we've showed and the opportunities that we have in front of us really do range from people that are, are looking to, to start a new company and don't have any asset and need to figure out how they can stand up their new entity very quickly on quorum on demand right. to people that have and are fully sophisticated data analytical shops that, that run robust IT organizations. So for us, it's been really exciting to, to see those discussions. So you can be a really big company and still need to free your data. I like that term. <laughs> That's right. And what, what we're seeing is even though they may have a data warehouse, they would have to maintain that and carry a staff and keep up with code changes and keep up with requirement changes from, from their operations and accounting and land teams. With foundations, we, we handle that for them. So we have data warehouse as a service with the connectors to the database, to data. We've normalized, we've indexed it, we've, we've connected all those reports to that data warehouse. So for us, we're getting a lot of interest from people that may already have it built out they're looking for the future. With foundations, it's, it's through a web portal. You can give your non-op partners access to these reports now, which is really revolutionary. I mean, what people have been trying to figure out how to do, and we, we've been able to leverage cloud technology to layer on with Power BI and with Quorum's on-demand data hub to really solve a lot of the, the problems in the marketplace right now. You know, that seems very novel to me that you're non-operating part. I think it really fits the trend like you're talking about, Duran. Like we, we've seen we've seen companies um, just have to be more diligent with their their costs, their expenses, right? That where they yeah. have investors that are that are asking them to make smart choices that can weather the storm. And and in that shift, we've seen a change to the way that folks operate, right? We've seen an increase right. in outsourcing. Uh, reduction of in-house IT teams in favor of uh, solutions that are all-in services, right? Whether that be software as a service in MySpace, you know, outsourcing services in Ryan's, or or um, or data as a service now, right? As he's saying, and so this is—I don't think it's a trend that's uh, going away anytime going away. soon. I, yeah, I think we're going to see kind of more and more shift yeah. in that direction, and we're excited about you know having a solution together that that's ready. Uh, to accommodate Great. folks as, as they realize that need. Great. Well, listen, I want to say thank you both to both of you, Ryan and Michael, for being here and representing uh, EAG and, uh, and Quorum and um, talking to us a little bit about how quickly, you know, how we can help folks. I love the free the data, but not only free it, but free it and, and be able to use it uh, very quickly to, to make decisions. So thank you to both of you for being here. Um, and of course, once again, I want to say thank you to HPE for allowing us to have this conversation today. And um, thank you to my guests again. And with that, we will sign off for this edition of this episode of the Digital Games Podcast. So, so long.
Come back next week for another venture into the real world of the best digital doers in the oil and gas industry. A production of the Oil & Gas Global Network. Learn more at OGGN.com.